You are now tuning into Project Twinkie, the hottest podcast for degenerates, hosted by Caesar and his bunch of misfits. Once a week, they're here bringing you the funniest, most embarrassing, drama-filled topics you can relate to, or not. They don't really give a shit. Buckle up. Welcome back. Tuning into episode four. My name's Caesar. I'm joined here by Brennan. How are we doing, guys? I got China to my right rejoining us. Yellow. And then I got Matt McConaughey over at the end. We got quite a few topics to go over. It's definitely something here everybody on the cast can relate to. It's something that we've all been a part of for a few years now, some of us more than others. But it's definitely, uh, you guys will see in a little bit. One thing uh, I kind of want to, I guess, start off with in a sense, how's everybody's week going? How's everyone's day today? We're just trying to get used to the reclosing you know the reclosing fucking gavin newsom shutting us down again for round of July. two matt i got nothing to say that's probably best you probably get us in trouble if yep. you want to say <laughs> just now, wear your goddamn mask wear your mask i god you know i can't yeah well let's just not get into that because i'll probably get us in trouble for that too <laughs> but uh <laughs> wait why i you haven't really talked about it that much like within our close friend group when it comes to the COVID-19 stuff. I don't necessarily agree to an extent. Why? Your body, some... your choice? Uh, I mean... Dude, I saw the dumbest thing in Florida. What? They're going the, around? Yes. The videos of them arguing in court? Just fucking... Just... Wear the mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just freaking wear the, the, no, the like, mask. Respect example... other people's health. I agree. I, I personally mask. like. I, I hate the idea of the mask and stuff. But like I said, if it if it if it gets us closer to getting over this fucking pandemic and getting us closer to being done with it, I'll absolutely gladly wear it. Does that make sense? Yeah, you don't look any different. Not you actually look different when you don't wear a mask. Like realize everyone around you is wearing a mask. You don't yeah. look any different. You look you, like the retard. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I agree with you. Uh, no, I mean. Have you guys? Did you have you guys been out though? Like before, like the second closing went out. Like, did you guys go to any of the clubs or anything like that? You'd wear a mask inside. As soon as you get inside, everybody takes it off. Yeah, there's no point in it. Basically, you would have saying. the most experience. I am guilty. I did go out a couple times. <laughs> you dickhead. You dickhead. I... You're part of the problem. <laughs> well, there's a reason why we're reclosing because people aren't like following these guidelines. Yes, yes, in a sense. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. This is just one of those things where it's just kind of like fuck. But, I mean, now I guess looking at it, yeah, I should have probably not been out. <laughs> that makes sense? I, I, me, I'm a social person. You guys know that. Like, I thrive off of social activities. Like, I, I love talking to people. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a social butterfly. So, it's like being locked up for the, what was it? We were locked up for, what, two and a half months, three months almost? Two days, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, three, like, three months, give or take. It was just one of those things where, like, I had to go back out and kind of, I guess, ravel, ravel in it. Or ravel in it. So, revel? Revel in it, yeah. Revel in it. And, I mean, like I said, you're out there and nobody gave a fuck. It was, like, normal. Even when I go to the gym, like, it's normal. You Let's really... talk real for a second. You were having alcohol withdrawals. You were starting to shake. <laughs> and you were like, oh, fuck, Stop. I got to get back out. I'm a culprit of it. I was, I, you know, I could have used a beer. I was tired of the coronas after a while. Well, I can say here in Fresno, we didn't, re- we weren't really touched by it too hard the first time around. Do you sit and think about it, though? Like, the protests, I feel like, also did a lot to do with it, don't you think? Oh, I'm no, sure, yeah. it's hard for it. No, I don't think because it, when you were going to those, I went and protested on the Bay Bridge in San Francisco. Right. And there was people that we hiked to the Golden Gate Bridge and there was people that we passed by and I was hiking without a mask and 
and people were just literally freaked out. They would turn around and wait till I passed by, and just because of how harsh things were there. So I think that a lot of people thought that it was going to be a spark right. when right. when the protests happened, but it's more so I feel like of the smaller gatherings that people are having with at their houses, things like that. Right. Yeah. yeah. It probably helped that the protests were like all outside and stuff. So yeah, exactly. It was windy as hell that day. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of protests, did you guys? Um, so I remember when the when the George Floyd case obviously happened um, when like. Right when the riots first started, mm-hmm. like right off the bat, yeah, I was talking to you about it earlier a little bit. Um, how that agent, kind of the federal agent over in Oakland, got killed, uh, probably like four days after, I believe that the the riot. Or this was the guy that was shot in the head. Yeah, over in Oakland. I thought he was a police officer. Uh, he was. He's a federal agent, oh, from really? what I read. But uh, he got killed, and originally they pinpointed it and started targeting like black nationalists and like I guess uh, black gangs, things like that. Antifa and all that stuff. Exactly, that's where they're blaming. But turns out it's just uh, there's a sub there's a movement called the Boogaloo movement. I don't know if you guys ever heard of it nope. or not, but it's uh it's basically a bunch of provocateurs that wear Hawaiian shirts underneath their uh their gear, like their vests, their armor plated vests and stuff like that. Specifically Hawaiian it, shirts. That's literally the movie. You can look it up. I shit you <laughs> no, not. I'm just really I like I'm gonna not. watch out for people with the Hawaiian shirts. One dude shows up with like with a fucking polo <laughs> on. Get the fuck out. <laughs> that's the thing though, and the, it, it was a meme at first, but it took movement. But the thing is, there's no real structure behind it. You have some like far right people that are specifically going after minorities and. And you have others in it that are going after police officers. It's a movement, and it's fucking crazy. The shit that they, I looked online to see some of the stuff that they were posting. Yo, these motherfuckers are psycho, bro. They're psych. They've, they've been responsible for six terrorist attacks in the U.S., and no one's really heard of them because they're brand new. It's fucking crazy. Yeah. Well, they're small, but it's lit. Like the what I was looking at was like these fucking guys are psycho. They're just as bad as like fucking ISIS and shit. But no one ever thinks of them or considers them because. They got fucking Hawaiian shirts on. Like, you, you see someone in a Hawaiian shirt, you're not thinking you're they're a threat. Yeah, but you said the Hawaiian shirts un, oh, under the vest. Under the vest. Oh, okay. And stuff like I don't that. know but why I was, you I was see something like it. that, you think the guy's a nice guy. You know, like, you're not going to think oh, yeah. he's a fucking psychotic. Hawaiian shirt. Because he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, so guys, Hawaiian shirt, nerd. tan shorts, white socks, New Balance shoes. <laughs> probably like a Dodger hat. <laughs> who, who wears Hawaiian shirts with New Balance shoes? Don't you wear like, dads, flip-flops? Dads. Flip-flops. flip-flops. No, I'm talking about like dads. <laughs> Like when I when I, when I hear when I think of the word Hawaiian shirt, I think of what I just said. Dads don't wear flip flops. Your dad wears flip flops. He wears sure. flip flops with jeans in the winter. That's what happens when you're six foot seven and you you know your body temperature is always ninety eight degrees. New balances are I, I say New balances are more for like uh, like white dads. I no offense, but like every time I see an older dad, like he's already like in a relationship. Or but you know the New Balance I'm talking. Yeah, yeah. Like I own scoop, like yeah, like the runner, like the t shirt. I like, own the skate shoe version. Stop looking at me. Like New Balance numeric. <laughs> I love New Balances. The numerics, shout them out. I'm well, there's like fashion bloggers that also have like like branded new balances also and they're they run for like two hundred dollars so i mean buy me a pair <laughs> i mean yeah anyway back to, back to the i guess not back to the topic but i actually have a topic for you guys how did uh mm. did you guys think um so i mean you kind of do you guys believe in conspiracy theories i'll start off there no i thought this podcast was about work it is <laughs> so confused it i is. mean I, i'm digging it i it, love it it, it goes into conspiracy it theories in. no it like, depends on the conspiracy theory so that we're jeffrey talking epstein here. was he murdered Absolutely, absolutely was murdered. What the fuck? Why, Brennan? Just like, I don't remember because it's been a while, 
but the way he died and the doctor that did the autopsy and all that, like so that, the, he didn't he didn't die the way it was botched. They, yeah. Can you absolutely. refresh me on what's so what Jeffrey is it? Epstein was uh, I guess he was part of like a that sex, unknown billionaire yeah, that nobody knew about. He was part of like a sex what trafficking syndicate or mm-hmm. yeah, because yeah, the name sounds the name sounds familiar. But yeah, I so just it was can't like read. one of those things where um, I guess. He knew a lot of information, a lot of high top like officials in the government, celebrities. He hung out with yeah, like he hung out Donald with them Trump, a bunch of actors, and really good friends with Bill Clinton. Yep. Yeah, so a lot of people that okay. have been known to visit his residence where certain, I guess, atrocities have been mm-hmm. taking place. Mm-hmm. Well, his girlfriend just got arrested too. Uh, well, filler in on the fillers too. Yeah, what so happened? Like, he went to jail because people were starting to accuse him of things like sex trafficking and all that stuff, and there was hard evidence that caused him to go to jail and. He died in jail, and the whole scene was that he hung himself. He committed suicide. The two. Oh uh, no, they for sure killed The two security then. guards yeah. that were supposed to be watching him, but they disappeared. They fucking yeah, they disappeared. They got they the got cameras. Paid. The cameras yeah, weren't the, on. The cameras yeah. got turned off and deleted video. Yeah, so he was so absolutely. The whole reason I'm bringing this up out. is because uh, his uh, girlfriend just got arrested. Mm-hmm. Saw that. And uh, how do you guys feel? You think the same thing's gonna happen to her? She was uh, so right now she's indicted for. Uh, it was, uh, I think it was, uh, she helped uh, facilitate and take the minors to residents in different states and then groomed them for, like, I guess, sexual abuse and stuff like that. Yeah, that's... Okay, so then there's, then she knows some things. Exactly. She, she, I was going to sure say, how, how far deep does she go in? Well, what she does she had, know? She it depends access, on what she knows, whether or not she's going to get Well, like, she had access out. to a bunch of his residents and was, I guess, like, the sole, faci- one of the sole facilitators that tr- uh, took the the minors or the, that set a kid to different residents for different locations. It had to be only time. They had been talking about this for... The, literally ever since he was still alive and of, got heightened heightened you know when he died of course so i mean we'll find out soon enough I whether or not the pressure. i think it was just pressure from like i guess uh from the imagine if she dies in jail dude imagine the, the fucking flat dude, speak, oh she had a heart attack yeah that that's oh she hung herself speaking of shady shit like that like the have you guys been paying attention to like what's been happening at fort hood over in texas with vanessa Gilly yeah and stuff like that well how, the dude that the sergeant that was supposedly committing those acts committed suicide. Her CO, right? Right, yeah. Yep. Her commanding. Well, it wasn't her commanding officer. That. It was a It was one of her. Oh, okay. Uh, it was one of the junior NCOs that was in her in her unit. Oh, really? Uh, I guess he committed. Uh, he committed suicide after they found her body. But here's the fucking sketchy part: the sister that was leading the charge in the investigation and stuff like that, ironically, died a couple of days ago in a car accident. And she died, and no one's speaking about it. And that was the person that was like leading this whole investigation Who's behind sister? it. The Vanessa Guillen's. Vanessa's. But okay. Vanessa Guillen's sister was the one that was like leading, I guess, like put, putting a lot of pressure on like press things like that right. to get like, exposure to it. After he committed suicide, like a day later or something like that, she wound up dead in a car accident. I. I, that's, wow. It sounds really They're fucking sketchy to me. Absolutely. Wow, that poor mom. I feel so bad for her. Yeah, that's it's, shitty. Yeah, it's one of those things. Um, Fuck I that just, shitty. That, that gets me mad because I mean, you guys. I mean, you guys kind of know. Like I've been in shit like that. So I've seen shitty commands, and it's just, it's. Oh, fuck, bro. Clay is not here, but he'll see when he fucking gets there. Anyway, let's fucking change the topic. So it's getting a little depressing. Stop cussing. Huh? Stop cussing. Too much okay. Talking, oh, oh, uh, I apologize. Sorry, guys. I'm sorry. My bad. Um, no, I want to switch the topics a little bit. We're going to get right into it. Uh, work culture. We've all been in the service industry. I don't, how many years have you guys been in? Five. Six. Five, six, six, Damn six. It. 
I've been in four and a half, almost five. Have you guys always just worked at one location or different restaurants? Yeah, no. Um, that the where we're at right now, that's my first job ever. Really? Yeah, yeah. China explains a lot, Maddie. <laughs> just Matt. Maddie boy. Um, no, I've 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 been to I've been to three. Obviously, three. the one I'm at now is yeah is the third. That's the, the longest one. one you've been at currently. Yes, yes. And yeah, this is only my second. Last one I was at, I was only there for a year though. So, so solely our establishment now. So I mean, uh, so I mean, not necessarily questioning Matt here, but like you two guys or in ladies, um, what do you notice in like a restaurant culture? Has it been different from restaurant to restaurant, or is it kind of along the same lines that you say? It's along the same lines for sure. How was because you worked at what when you guys were servers? It was at that place where you were at before it was strictly girl service right or did you guys have how was that <laughs> what are you alluding to <laughs> or in shorts white tank top yeah describe it that way ankle socks yeah yeah something along those scrunched lines. socks scrunched how, how socks. was that like how did that differentiate from where we're at now what do you mean so like right now because i mean there's a i would say there's a bevy of new people where we're at right now like a shit ton of new people it's I guess it's the dynamic good. isn't the same as when, like, I guess I first started because there were so many people that were already established there for. Yeah, I think that it's just time for a new generation. Like, the, you get a lot of people that are have been in restaurants longer than I have, twice as long as I have. And it's kind of nice, like, my friends that are where I'm at, they're, you know, prospering and doing other things. You know, mm-hmm. they obviously are people that, are, that do stay in the restaurant business and that's what they want to do, um, which is totally fine. But... Yeah, I mean, it's nice when there is a new generation of people that do want that work and do want that hunger, and then all the other people can strive and prosper and move on from restaurants, you know? That's what it's for. Restaurants, I feel like, are definitely, like, for the most part, are a paving way for a lot of people to... There's flexible hours, you make good money, like, there's a lot of... There's a reason why a lot of people were bartenders, and they've, they've paid their way through college, just right. by bartending Absolutely. and tips. Is that why you? Is that why you got into the restaurant business, or why did you? Um, specifically? It kind of just. It kind of just happened. I, me personally, I wanted to go to college, and then I just ended up working, and then that's just how it started. And then I just went to restaurant, and then to restaurant, and then that's where right. I'm at now. You, you know. You guys are in the same long lines. That's yeah. why you guys got yeah. started. I mean, hopefully, it's just a stepping stone, but right. people get trapped. I mean, time oh, has yeah. flown by working at a Seriously. restaurant for sure. <laughs> well, the six money. years, and I've like. Yeah, we make like decent money Money's for good. what we yeah, do. It's fast but... cash. I 100% agree with that. Yeah. I feel like the what's up? I mean, you well, you said it was your first job. How old were you when you first started there? 18. 18. So I literally graduated high school. That day that I graduated high school, I got hired. So you've worked your way. Well, I mean, I'm sure we've all worked our way up. Like I first, when I first started, I started at Red Lobster. I was a host. Started there, and then I started busing a little bit, and then I got hired over at Westwood. Started busing there, went up to Expo, and then so on and so forth. You just weigh the pros and cons, man. There's like, yeah. Working in the service industry, this the restaurant business, it it's shitty, but like the cons are. Look at me. Oh, just keeping you in the conversation. I just want to okay. let you feel out, yeah, left out. Thank you. Yeah. I felt very left out. I'm gonna just keep you in the conversation. I was just right? looking at you. Well, yeah, yeah. Now I'm gonna look at you the whole entire <laughs> fucking time. Yeah. So yeah, working in the restaurant industry, like you weigh, outweigh the pros and cons, and you know the the pros are like the money's good. You only work a four hour shift. You can't work more than six hours. But then the cons are like. It gets shitty after a while. Well, that four hours, I feel like a lot of people don't realize, like, like, it's just such a mental toll on you that's, for, yeah. that's, that's for those things, for yeah. those hours. Yeah, and it's like, yes, I only work four hours, and yes, I make twenty two an hour, whatever. But like, there is, 
you sometimes you do make that money and then sometimes you don't make that money, which is like people always have this depiction of like, yeah, servers walk away with four hundred dollars a shift or whatever maybe. That's, that's me. Not, that's not true. Uh, oh, okay. I feel like there is one thing that is definitely changes from restaurant to restaurant though. Like yeah, that. How would you know though if you've never been restaurant no, to restaurant? I've, I, I know, but I'm sure you can, that's why I'm asking this, but I'm also saying it's like the, the camaraderie between restaurants. I'm sure like there was a different. Oh, between coworkers. Yeah. 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 It's like a family. Like, there. Yeah. I mean, you have your friends and coworkers that you go out and party with, but I feel like restaurant to restaurant, it's a different set of camaraderie based on the restaurant. <laughs> Very true. Unless it's like fine dining, I feel like I've never worked fine dining, but I feel like fine dining is probably a little bit different. Yeah. So I, I've so the three places I've worked at was uh it was Red Lobster and then it was Marie Calendars and then uh where we're at now. Uh the first one where I was at the Red Lobster, um that I guess because I was a host, I was young, I was probably nineteen, something like that. Uh you were up people, by where all the crabs are stored. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so I'd have, I'd be the like, I'd be one of the ones that if you wanted a live crab, I'd go up there and you'd pick one, I'd grab it, and I'll take it to the back. The host do that? That's yeah. sweet. Are you serious? Yeah, I'd, I didn't know that. I enjoyed doing that shit. I was sadistic as fuck. I'd go there, <laughs> pick a fucking, pick a fucking lobster. I got you. And the guy that would go to the back, his name was Isidro. He'd be the one that fucking did the did the deed. Went into the skull and the down deed. the spine. Yeah, he did the deed. So he'd put it in a what what he'd do is he'd put it in a sink. And then the, the what? And a sink, like a a sink, S I N K. A ding. Why are you saying it like that? Sink. Sink. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Sink. I said it like that all the time. <laughs> Maybe the third one, but the first two. Open up the ears. Can have to come a little. I have bit. some news, by the way. After you get after this. Uh no, what he would do is he'd put it in and he'd fucking literally get a fucking knife and just straight down the fucking head. Yep. Let it down the head, and then as soon as you did, you just clean that shit out, throw it in a pot. I'd sit there and be like, what the fuck. But that's neither here nor there. But like I was saying, the I guess the uh, the camaraderie that I felt there was, you you get closer to the people that are in your said position. Does that make sense? Like hosts, so like hosts would be cool with hosts. Servers would be cool with the servers. Yeah, everybody would everybody would be cool with everybody. But you like hung out more so with the people that you were. So you talked to the most. Yeah, yeah, your peers because you're with them like a lot more. But, I mean, like I said, when I was at Marie Calendars, it was weird. It was different because the crowd was a lot older. Yeah, I was uh, going to say. I couldn't imagine. I was fucking older. Imagine. So I got there and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I like the servers or the clients? The servers. The servers. The servers. Most I, likely, most definitely were so much older. At least had 15 experience under their belt. I but swear. Marie Calendars? They're in the 40s. Oh, those are the type of people that get sucked into the business they're for life. They're in the 40s. <laughs> what kind of pie can I get you, huh? You want yeah, some coffee with absolutely. that? They're in oh the 40s. Oh, my God. Yeah, the most annoying thing about Marie Calendars when I was there, though, is when Thanksgiving came around, my family would call me up and be like, hey, I need you to get these pies. And they just give me a whole list. And I'd, all right, cool, done. And that's what I did for two. Uh, Please two, don't tell me you took them. I bought them. Oh, okay, good. I no, just didn't they, know they what the story was they have like a They have like a way of tracking like their pies oh, do they and really? stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, they We probably, don't. We they, just make them. They probably shouldn't have. They would have gone out of business. It's, it's, I, I can say this, though. It is very different working for corporates and then working for a family-owned restaurant. It is very different because you do have those kinds of things where you do have to account for everything. And not to say that my place that I work at now doesn't account for everything, but it's a little bit more lenient just because it's a mom-and-pop restaurant versus a corporate where there's so much structure and everything has to be accounted for. And there's like higher-ups to your higher-ups, and mm-hmm. that's basically what it is and that's what makes it a corporate and you know it's it working for a corporate and working locally is so much different and it's it's crazy it's crazy i don't think i would ever switch like say i do want to go to another restaurant i don't think i would ever switch like the group that we're in now 
because I'm like starting over, having to reestablish another connection. But it's not, you don't even think about it that way though. It's like, it's just How something that happens, it. but it, I know, but it's something that just happens. Like, like I used to be really cool with everyone that I used to work with before. And it was obviously all women there. And you would think that like, we wouldn't get along, but everyone got along there. Everyone is super cool there. But once I quit, it's kind of like they, nobody really, really kept that connection anymore, which is kind of like, which I feel like does happen sometimes. Once you leave a restaurant, it's kind of like you don't really see those people as much anymore. Unfortunately. Well, the restaurant industry, I feel like we've had a lot of people that we all like we all know each other as far as server wise, like from restaurant to restaurant. Because right. like we'll have people come in and want to work at our restaurant because yep. yep. our rest no, restaurant for, kicks ass. But uh, yeah, no. Especially location too. You know, you got people around there that are still wanting to go and stay in the same yeah. relevant location. We're, where I can tell you that I, because when I, obviously when I had that little skit where I was in Vegas for about nine months, give or take, um, when I did work out there, what I did, I did notice what what I did. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no one knows you were gone, Caesar. Uh, literally no one. Fuck, fuck me, right? Fuck, I'm going home. No, I am home. And fuck then you me. came home trying to be all new and reformed. So, no, 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 so check this out. When I was there, what I did notice in like the industry there is people get fucking stuck out there. The money's so good. That oh, you're sure. making more than fucking doctors in a year. People are going home with five, six hundred dollars a day in Vegas. Like, working yeah, the street. like people get fucking stuck out there. At, What's well, cost of living though? It's cheap. But what are you what are you doing Vegas out there though? But what, so cheap. but what are people doing out there though? They're just going out and working, right? Going out, right. partying and working. Right. People get stuck. Right. Sin right. City for a reason, baby. Like a lot of the people that I was working with that were in college that started off like at UNLV or one of the colleges that are out there, they dropped out probably like a year and a year and a half out because the money that they're making there is so fucking good. What was, some Which, of the, what was some of the craziest stuff you saw at, like, a, oh, bro, a Vegas br- restaurant? Brunch. So, I was... Brunch? Brunch. <laughs> brunch. Holy shit. So, people out there... So, I worked at... What, like... A brunch? Brunch yeah. as in, like, 1030? wild. Brunch? Like, dude, I, so, I worked at a restaurant. It was in it was in the Paris. I don't know if it's the same na- name now, but um, I was working there, and I was, a, I was a food runner. I was running fruit for them, and you're as a food runner, you're also responsible for, like, pouring fucking uh, bottomless... Which one turned off? They're still blinking. Oh, okay. So I was uh, I was a food runner, and um, we're also responsible for doing the bottomless mimosas. Oh. So a lot of people would go there and then leave to encore to one of these pool parties right down the. Oh yeah. Right, that one turned off. So they wanted they uh, they would go to the pool parties and stuff, and uh, this one time we had a table. It was probably like a fourteen group. They're on the patio right where the strip's at. Like, you could literally walk, and you'll see them right over the thing, right over the, the little fence. And it was about 14 of them. It was about half and half, about seven girls, seven guys, whatever. Dude, they were there probably, like, three hours by the end of it. One of the girls' titties was literally flopped out on the fucking table just Love out. It. She didn't even realize it. She was just fucking hammering. They would try to tell her every time they ought to go back, they would fix it for her. Every time I'd go back to refill the brunch, the, the mimosas, it'd be back out. Leave that bitch. <laughs> it literally would be back out. It would be back out. Yeah, it... Bro, excuse me, man. Put your titty away, please. Maybe she didn't want to put her titty away. <laughs> They're nice titties. They're great titties. Leave them out. Shit. I'm fucking all for it. But, Whoa. I mean, no, those were a couple of things. And then you'd have a lot of people, like, you'd see throwing up or stumbling, like, from the patio area. Because the way the I do not have a Las Vegas yeah. story the like restaurant, that. The way the restaurant was built was uh, there was only, a, uh, like, a limited amount of seating inside inside the inside the actual restaurant a lot of it was the patio outside which is what they were selling like they were selling the strip experience like you'd go you sit down you'd watch the strip you'd eat caesar's palace was right in front the fountain was right in front so you'd see the show if you're sitting there at the right time but that's what they were selling 
And I mean, obviously, like you're out, you're serving food and stuff. You see a lot of the attractive people walk by, things like that. But at the same time, you'd also see the fucking stupid drunk people walk by. I so, love it. So you, I mean, that'd be me. You name it, you that'd probably me, saw. We saw, saw a couple fights, right saw a couple people throw up. You name Sweet. it. Well, I feel like brunch, it, like L or Vegas, is like 24 hours. It is. So like, you have people coming in for brunch after they've been out like all night, just grabbing a bite to eat. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like you would get some trashed <laughs> people you just, coming you just in. Reminded me of the story. So, the casino that that restaurant has two entrances. So you have the the entrance from the outside, and then you have the casino on the backside. So it has two. It's got like a hallway that you can walk in both ways. There's two little private uh, patios that they have. I would say I wouldn't say patios. They're like little indoor cabanas. Yeah. I I walked I I went into work at six thirty because I would open uh-huh. and uh, I would do the opening shift in the morning and I walked in one day and there was a couple and one of the girl the girl that was sitting in the uh, little cabana thing didn't have any underwear on she was just Oof. sitting there nice legs right open <laughs> drunk as fuck didn't give a damn no in the world. tan lines didn't give a damn in the world she had a dress and then just her kuka was out like it was all out her I, kuka I walked yeah <laughs> her penis was hanging out is that what you want is that what you wanted to hear. <laughs> Why do you guys always go silent when I fucking <laughs> fucking no, so her Josh cut that out, make like get them straight to the laughing part. Oh so her kooka was out and I walked by and What I are you talking to a four year old? I didn't notice it, right? I kept walking and then my the bartender, her name was Brittany, she was literally looking and she was looking Linda? at me. She, is that what you want to hear? Uh, she was looking at me laughing and I like looked at her and I gave her like a weird look, like what what, what are you looking at and stuff like that. And she pointed back and like I turned around and I fucking see her. I just she slaps me in the face. I was like, oh shit. I kept walking and as I walked down, the manager comes out and she's like, Alright, we got a game plan this. How the hell are we gonna tell her to get the hell out? And then she goes, tells her to get out, and she's so like they're so drunk that they they can't fathom or like process what we're telling them. Right. And they keep asking for food. They just keep asking for food. <laughs> so the manager's like, well, we're not open yet. Like, just fucking give them some food. So you you got to give them the fuck out. So they give them their food or whatever. They eat. They leave. The buster comes by. He cleans it. I'm walking by. They sat the cabana. And the lady's asking me. She's like, hey, is there any way we can sit somewhere else? It's wet here. So I go over and I'm looking. Oh. The whole fucking cushion where the girl was sitting is just soaked. It's fucking soaked wet. I look over and I get a whiff of it. I'm like, yo, it's fucking piss. Like, it's just straight piss. So I go over and tell the manager and I let her know. And she's just like, fucking. That was poor thing. What do you mean, poor thing? Yeah. The heck? You act like people want to piss on themselves. Like, and they want to be humiliated in public. They don't. I mean, wait, wait. I didn't get the gist. Oh, this chick was drunk or was it a homeless chick? No, she was drunk. Oh, homeless chick. I hit the HD token. What do you mean homeless? It's totally sober with her. Wait, why are you saying that? She had a dress on. No, I'm just kidding. No, like I said, I know a lot of people on J Street who have dresses on. No, like I said, I just, it was one of those things where it's like, you can't really do much other than like give them a little food, try sober them up and get them the fuck out. But, right. excuse me. But yeah, like I said, it was funny as hell because they like sat the fucking table and one of the ladies oh, was sitting Jesus. there. She didn't tell us till after about three minutes of being there. So, so it was just hot. like, the whole thing was soaked. They had to get in, they had to get new cushions and stuff. That's what it is being, being in, in Vegas though. You have to deal with that kind of thing. You're dealing with that thing constantly. It's not like sometimes like how we would deal with it. Like we deal with it during like the holidays right. and people get too sloshed. Hell no. People are <laughs> getting sloshed. That's what they go to Vegas. The for, you know? stories I have. Right. What are some busing stories you have? Yeah. Why don't you allude on some busing stories? Dude. So there was this, 
I mean, she wasn't drunk. She was in her 80s or early 90s. Stop oh. looking at me like that. <laughs> because I want to see what busting stories you have. Because You weren't here yet. Yeah. Be- <laughs> Why not? Why? So this was initially when you first started? Yes. Like, so, okay. because you know how the, that busting stigma? Hey, you're new. Go clean it up. Fuck you guys. I was oh, in New York yeah. for five months. Yeah. yeah. But, uh. Good. We're good? Yeah. Um, are you are you alluding to this? Wait, no, actually, I forgot to ask. Did you open the restaurant? No, 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 no. I so the what the restaurant opened in 2013. I got there in 2015. Okay. So, yeah. Um. So, I could see it happening. Dude, this chick was in a walker. She's going to the bathroom. You know, I don't know what age she was, but she was old. She was older. Bracket, whatever. Yeah. 75. And um, 20 minutes go by, and. <laughs> Who told me? I think it was Jake. It was either, no, I think you were working the bar. You were at the bar, and Jake comes up to me, and he was like, hey, uh, Brett's got something for you in the bathroom. So Brett was in the bathroom, what? and I go in, I you and it looked, so she was sort of a taller, older woman, but as you could tell, she had diarrhea. So, like, <laughs> she started to shit as she was going down to the toilet, but it came out like a goddamn rocket. <laughs> so it was all over the walls and literally like straight path down to the fucking toilet bowl and I had to clean it up. Alright, new guy cleans it up. She Pilots shit like down. a goddamn rocket going down the freaking uh, tile. Why into the... shouldn't the new person clean it up though? Like how many oh, times absolutely. how many times has has like I have to cl- I've had to clean throw up and I've had to clean multiple things up as a yeah, manager. You're, yeah, you're a manager, that's your job. Jesus. <laughs> oh, Okay. Okay. Josh, watch the arguing. Okay, easy. (laughs) Blood pressure's rising. Do you have any Buster stories? I don't have any like Buster stories. He got away lucky. I'm I'm honestly surprised. He was the golden boy of Buster. Bust the longest out of everybody. Yeah, but I was I was always like the oldest Buster, so I never I would just pawn it off on someone else to go clean it. Usually. So so let me ask you that. Why why did you stay busting when you had the opportunity to move up as a server? Like, oh, we made a ton of money behind the bar. Our bartenders made so much, and we just tip us out so fat. We mindless made more labor, servers, dude. Yeah, mindless labor. I didn't care. I didn't care for the customer service. Heard too many bad stories about you know dealing with people. But I mean, now that you're doing it, is it as bad as they said it was? Or no, I mean, serving's super easy, but I still hate dealing with people. It's just balls to the walls, just anxiety for that straight four hours trying to make people happy when there's no making anyone happy. I mean, you can technically, you can make them happy, but like. But see, that's why I feel like a lot of people, like I wanted, when I first got into the service industry, I always wanted to make everyone happy. And I always wanted, like, that was always like, it kind of got dwindled down over the years and got crushed over the years, obviously, as to why I am the way I am. But when I first started out, I was always so excited and so happy, and and I still get that way now. I, I Where remember, did that go? I remember when I first started, you were like one of the, you're probably like the fourth or fifth person I met at the restaurant. You were you were still serving at the time. Right. I thought you were the meanest fucking person when I first met you because you were mean to everybody. Like I would say, you don't point to Matt to, as everybody because Matt. Why did I get did pointed to in the first place? Like, because Matt was oh my not God. my friend tell when we first story. started. Okay, tell so terrible pre-busing story. <laughs> okay, so Matt was a busser at the time. I was a server, you know, super elite, you know. Oh God, <laughs> Jesus Christ! And what? Now you're a manager. Now that's extra elite. Oh yeah, I was, I was gonna say that. Actually. <laughs> Basically, there's a, there's there's a thing called pre-bussing your table, so you take plates off of your table, take them back to the kitchen. <laughs> um, I left a couple plates on the table, 
and the table left. Emphasis, so now the busser, emphasis now on a the busser has to clean up the table. Well, Maddie boy decided to clean the entire table, wipe everything down. I still cleaned it. And decides to put the dirty plates that I did not take back to the dish pit back on my table. <laughs> and therefore, I'm like, who the hell is this kid? Kid. Who is this kid right now? Hell like, no. You called me a kid? Yeah, I called you probably something worse than that at the yep. time. No, if you I was serving did. and there were plate if my table was clean, there were plates left on the edge of the table and like our dumbass hostess came over and tried to seat it, like that would be irritating as hell. I walk by and my table is completely clean, but with stacks of dirty plates on the clean table. On the edge, on the edge yeah. of the table. Yeah. On the table, doesn't matter. So <laughs> they were easy, and, oh, oh, he cleaned the table. They he were stacked and easily accessible for her to grab, like she did it should have done in the wait, first wait, wait. place. You bust the table and fucking left place on the end. I don't even have to look at her. I can feel the heat radiating <laughs> off of her right now. She had bad. every right to be mad at you. Let's 100%. be real. hundred percent. I was a <laughs> let's be real. Absolutely, I was a dickhead back then when it Holy came to busing. She came to the part. Uh, she came into uh, where we work at the part where like I started to slack off. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, that fucking whole is So I had to have the. Re- Anyways, I'm I'm past. You it and now. BJ, you and BJ. Me and BJ, well, I was serving, but when BJ was still a busser. Yeah, I know. No, BJ got me out of my funk, is what I'm saying. Like my lazy bussing funk. Hundred percent. Well, just I don't know you. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> oh, you're talking about back then? Yeah. I had to. I had to show you what's up. Okay. I had to haze the new person. <laughs> yeah, but no. Yo, yo, this is what's up. Yo, this is what the busters expect. It's because you pussed out and you asked if you could be a manager. I asked to be a manager. They asked her to be a Josh, manager. Josh, just let me know when the blood level, blood pressure is getting <laughs> too high, because I can feel it. Why are you going towards Josh, huh? Huh? Mm-hmm. Can't fight your own battles. I can fight him. You know I can fight him. You can fight him. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was a dick, man. I was such a dick. You know why it's a dick move is because China, being the elite server that she is, (laughs) probably had some crazy section that Mm -hmm. was just with tons of tables, Mm -hmm. and you dropped that little inconvenience on her. It wasn't it like thirty-seven? I remember it being like nope, it was sixty-two. Oh, (laughs) she fucking remembers it. Oh, so you were FOH that day? Isn't that that was? That no, was... I think I was regular. It doesn't matter what I was. It doesn't matter, <laughs> it doesn't matter what my job title was. You still uh... were supposed to do your job and clean the table, and the, t- the job was incomplete. <laughs> incomplete. It sounds like the kitchen. It sounds like Matt Fraser three years ago. Matt Fraser three years ago. No, another one of the stresses I know that I have at work is the fucking kitchen. Especially like working as like I mean nah, they're not ex- bad. <laughs> no, dude, bad. servers get blamed for they're not bad. Hundred percent of what the kitchen is like is at fault for. Yeah. Well, because you're the first person that's supposed to fix it and supposed to see yeah. it, so that's yeah. why I'm very much like always like everyone make sure you're on top of your stuff because it it falls on you at the end of the day. You're the person that they see. Yeah. So yeah. they are the person that they are gonna tell their problems to. Yeah. At the end of the day, that's it. Right. It is your job to make sure they have a great experience, and when that something like that happens. Obviously, you know. Yeah, you got to somehow convey that to the table as like a server, but you can't at the same time throw the whole kitchen under right. the bus. You know what I mean? Right. Because right. then that reflects then, like, negatively on the restaurant. Yep. But like at the same honest, time, man. is it my fault? Probably not. But I mean, it reflects on my table. I, I mostly did it in a way when I was like, oh yeah, it's a kitchen's first day. Like you always kind of have to like but spin you, things around and make it a joke. Is, though. Half the fucking crew we have is new, right? Yeah, but that doesn't matter when they don't, when I. 
I mean, I feel like I can't even say this, but <laughs> when there's no, like, structured authority in anyone for them to kind of be scared at, in a sense, I thought you, know? you were the authority. Make it happen. <laughs> Elite man. Oh, oh, God. Here we go. Here right, we go. Matt, I'm going I'm to talk to you after oh, this. Don't worry. <laughs> don't worry. I'm on a long discussion with you. Is it right if I make you cry this time? Yes. <laughs> no, no. I, I don't think I've honestly ever had, like, that type of problem. What? You never had food go out wrong? I've had food go out wrong, but like you guys and like how they You know how to spin it or what? I mean Exactly. Exactly. Like, oh dude, I'm sorry, dude. <laughs> like, whoa, man. Yeah, I, can see, I can totally see you saying that and like, nonchalantly. It totally flips their like they're pissed. Like, why is my ribeye medium? I asked her for well done or vice versa. It's like, oh dude. You come at them calm, they'll be like, Okay, I need to take a step back. Okay. Okay. I'm elite. I don't know if you <laughs> I don't know if you can notice yet. I guess we all handle it differently. Oh, absolutely, yeah. Like, some people are, are like, oh, my God, yo, yo, we'll get it fucking started for you. Yeah, it was, I'm so sorry. We'll get it off. No, you're going to pay for that. If I can have them still pay for it at the end of the day, even though they had to wait 20 minutes for a new ribeye, you're going to oh, pay for right it. Oh, right there, buddy. Right oh, there, buddy. We're making that money. Yeah, like, I'm asking you as because you're, you're obviously a female. I mean, I don't know now because you're a manager, but I mean, like the kitchen at the other restaurants that I've worked at have been profound complimenters and food givers to the ladies up at the front of the house. Oh, no way. Thank <laughs> you so much. What I was alluding to is like if you have a girlfriend in the restaurant industry, make sure you compliment her before she goes into work. Because <laughs> if you don't, the saying goes, oh, the, my kitchen, God. the kitchen will 100%. The kitchen? Will. The kitchen? How the about, back of the house. How about the front of the house? The 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 servers, the, no, it's the, the customers. Kitchen. I remember. I'd be when scared I to f- death if I was dating a bartender, and I didn't work there with her. Uh, Why? Because you're insecure. Yeah. No, it's just <laughs> trust the person that you're with. But like, yeah, well, damn, like. Fuck. No, well, that's kind of messed up because like I was obviously in a relationship for you know the time being when I was in restaurants. I I was in a relationship for so long, and that's what the problem was. He was always. It was always like, it's not that I don't trust you, I don't trust those other people, but like, this is my place of work. I, in what a are sense, you gonna do? Touch your titty? Like, well, why are you saying that you you're contradicting yourself right now? What I are you talking? Because I know I, I know how the restaurant business works. Your ex boyfriend didn't know how the restaurant business works. I'm assuming. But I, no. I, I would say a lot of the sales that you have is also personality and how you hit it off with your customers. If you could hit it off with them and, like, work them, then fucking, by all means, get your money, girl. Like, what the fuck's the problem? But At the end of the day, you're still coming home to me. Like, if, right. you know, Most exactly. of them, and I'm not saying this in a sexist way, like, make your money. I totally appreciate the hustle. Using your beauty to make that money, girl. <laughs> <laughs> It's not more so my beauty. It's more so I'm I can like shift my personality to fit with anyone. Absolutely. Else at my table, which but how you look is you know you're hot as hell. You know. But I'm just like ah, be right back with you, Betsy. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got so I can divert from like situations and like oh like I weird situations. Like, yeah, weird situations for sure. Like you ever, I can. You ever had situations where I've got they've gotten a little too intense for you to where you're just kind of like. You ever had situations where you're, they've gotten a little too intense for you to where you're kind of like, oh, fuck, yeah, let me backtrack a little bit. Let me get someone to step yeah, in. Yeah, yeah, there was. There you? Was... Have well, had somebody step in for you? Well, it's only because if I did it, then it would have been. I just imagine it hands been getting thrown. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So I had to, I had to definitely get someone to, to step in before I overreacted. Yeah, because. 
it, like it's crazy. Like, the situation, or? Well, yeah, because if not, then I would definitely pop off. Was oh. this where we're at currently, or was Go it? Go off, queen. No, it was, it was my previous location that I was at, um... Done with the white shirt, short shorts. White. Orange white shirt? short shorts. Orange shirt. Okay. Their Orange mascot shorts, is an owl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so basically, um, there's a, a guest that came in, was so fond of me, um, left me a very well tip, came in the next day, and I was like, oh, okay, it's kind of weird. You know, whatever. I'm going to play the part. You're going to leave me a lot of money. That's how it goes. And he basically. Gentlemen, are you hearing this? <laughs> He's smart. He basically offered me to um, have a threesome with him and someone else. And this is an older Romanian gentleman, you know, very weird with the eyes. And he uh, basically slips me an address and, you know, basically is like, let's have a threesome kind of thing. Uh And I go up to my my manager and I and he's he's a male and I go up to him and I'm like, I show him the, the napkin and I'm like, you better kick this guy out right now or I am going to say something in front of all these people right now. It was a full restaurant. Oh, shit. And so he basically, he had my back. He he grabbed the ticket. He grabbed a bag. He grabbed boxes and was like, you need to go, man. You need to go. No. He, and the guy was like, why? Why? Like, what, like what's, the sudden, what's the sudden urgency? And he's like, you just need to go. That's it. Fuck yeah. That's it. You just need to go. Straight up, just that's it. I didn't have to deal with him, I didn't have to nothing. So, so did he leave? He left. Oh, okay, he left. And I've obviously never seen him, obviously, since I hope that he's embarrassed of that. But yeah, that's that's crazy. Just that encounter, just many encounters I've had to go through with that restaurant made me. (laughs) made me stronger at my you know next restaurant I feel like that also kind of like plays into your mental mental health just a little bit just because you're always you always have to have the facade of you being like happy even when you're not happy yeah absolutely i don't think that's That's what messes us up the most i I feel like yeah having a totally awful table and then having just that turnover keep that persona like next table restart yeah because you don't you don't want to take it out on your next table that's you know probably nice and probably tips well and yeah you know it's just, I mean, it, I guess, I guess, like how you said it, you get with with as the years go out, the stresses like build up a little more to where like if you have a bad table, you kind of learn how to deal Tolerable, with them. Tolerable, yeah. Yeah, you, you you learn how to deal with them a little bit more, but you also have those days where you're just having a shitty fucking day, and you go in and you have a couple shitty tables, and it just shoots your shit for the rest of the day, just like your mood. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, but I mean, I've worked in the industry for so long that I. I hope that for the most part, I'm always still keeping that facade or whatever mm-hmm. it may be just to be strong for everyone else. Just to be like, I know that you guys are also going through it and I know, <laughs> but like we can all, we can all work together still. And I hope that like whatever our energy I bring, cause that's what it is. It, it, wherever you work, I feel like no matter it being a restaurant or an office job, whatever energy someone brings. And if it's negative energy, it has no choice, but to reflect on your mood. hundred percent. Yeah. And that's the mood that that's why I always try to set the tone. And that's why we try to show everyone I'm working. Everyone else should be working. I'm in a good mood. Everyone else I would hope would be in a good mood. You know, that's it. Do you guys have like a, like a, a set of rules when like you're approaching your table? Like for example, I have like the five second rule. And I'll base how that table is going to be, how I'm going to be with that table within the first five seconds. Because, you know, I I feel like I experienced that subconsciously. Yeah, because like most tables, like I said, I can tell, oh, they want me to be, you know, a super like they're here to eat food. They just want me to be a server. Yeah. So, hey, grab your Pepsi, refill it for you. 
yeah. just like not have a conversation. But Which most, I love, by the way. Nine, I've, I've tried talking to a table and they'll be like, just please stop. I'm going to leave this barbecue bottle right here on the edge of the table. When I need you, I'll leave it right here. Come back when it's there. I love that though. See, you always have to change your perspective on yeah. things like that though. You always have to. You can, someone can take it as like, oh, this person is being so rude to me and F that table or this and this and this. There's just people that want or, their food. And then there's people that, and then if you change your perspective, you're like, oh, wow, that table's going to let me know when they need me. That's awesome. So I'm not going to check on them. Yeah. You know, you so, got to change yeah. your perspective. What's, what's, what's your guys' ideal table then? Like elaborate just a little bit. Like that, your, that is my ideal table. If you drinks this this you need me for this you're having conversation that is what i do when i'm at restaurants is i have conversation with people right. if i need the server the server's going to come come to me whatever deal table tips the bill yeah <laughs> yeah no, I'm just kidding. Tips 25% of the bill. So that's, a, that's, that's, that's actually one of the topics I kind of wanted to get into because a lot of people have a different notion of tipping. They feel like tipping shouldn't be like a uh, mandated requirement, which it's not. But it's I mean, not. It's so I've, I've had bad experiences, at, not terrible experiences, but I've had where I've, you know, it's hard to be servers at a restaurant because you'd be like oh well, i would have checked on checked on us five minutes ago or whatever it may be yeah. but it's yeah i don't know i don't know where i was going with that thought but i totally forgot <laughs> do I you totally think people forgot. have like how do i say um because i mean obviously we're servers we go out we know how it is you like ever since like obviously like serving and like working in the restaurant industry now i like tip a lot more than what i used to just because i know when you could tell when servers are going through like a bad day or like when they're working hard and things like that and you tip accordingly, but obviously, you guys being servers, you guys all nodded your head. You guys tip a little bit more just because you know how Absolutely. it is. Absolutely. Not Matt. But Matt tips like 18% still. He can be a regular at, at a place and. TGIs? <laughs> Wise? I disagree. I think Matt tips really, really well. Really, really well. You think he tips above 20%? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he does. We, like, went, we but, went to a bar. Well, you've been in, out uh, with him more than I have, though. In like Brooklyn and. Our tab was what, like hundred bucks, hundred bucks, and I gave him seventy-five like 80 bucks, eighty bucks was yesterday, he, for instance. Was he a good server? He was a great bartender. Right. He was double pouring us shots, so he deserved it. Yesterday, I had a sixty-dollar bill at Mad Duck. Tipped him twenty. Wow, I'm really surprised at that, Matty. I always thought you were an eighteen, twenty percenter. <laughs> Maybe Wait. you should talk to me and go to coffee with no, me and Brennan. <laughs> Have you guys uh, changed your guys's, I guess, tipping? Uh, how you guys go about it now that COVID's kind of taken place? Like, did you guys kind of? I tip a little it? bit more. Yeah, I tip more. Yeah. Oh, I tip the, the same. I mean, they're. I know they're making hella money. Okay, but I haven't stopped. I don't even go out to restaurants, so I couldn't even say right now. I've gone out twice to restaurants, more. and I've I've tipped generously just because they've worked during this time, and I feel bad. The pandemic, uh, yeah, for sure. And you oh, said, during the pandemic, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought yeah. like ever since like phase two, no, came no, out, like now we, that we're back. COVID like started and stuff. Frontline workers or people that are working because I mean, you guys see our takeout. Our takeout's fucking getting beat to shit. Uh, China's been. I think they look like they're getting beat to shit, no, but they're not really. No, 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 no. I worked there for probably two <laughs> weeks, three weeks. They they went through it. They're going you through know it. We were. You Take no, out sales are at, at least double. No, I know they're working hard. It's just like emotions are so high over there. Oh, because they're like, they're worked they're worked to death, bro. They're like they're. I know, I know, but it's the same thing with Expo. We're we were worked to death at one point. I don't know if you guys can hear, but I'm playing a little violin. Can I'm just saying. Can you saying. hear it? I remember the days it? of when like takeout were still going. Wow, yeah, we heard it. We fucking heard it. It's it I'm was there. I'm just making sure. Or <laughs> I'm just making sure. I'm gonna stop talking now. Okay. <laughs> I'm stopped. I'm... 
Oh, I mean, shit. now we're going into phase two. Uh, the, the, I just, I want to see. This is like that. phase three. Three. So I, I don't even know anymore, dude. Initially just... coming back straight after COVID, we got like, you could see like the tips were a little bit better, but I feel like it's they subsided do, after like the down. second to third week. Right. You know, yeah. Yeah. Sure yeah. Today, to today there was definitely tables that did not tip at all today. And with us being open with limited, very, 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 very limited seating, only seating outside of the perimeter of where there's outdoors. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really? so annoying. No comment. No. I'm not doing anything. <laughs> I we'll see how it plays out. This this third fourth phase. I don't even know where we're at anymore. It's what you said. It was three weeks, Matt. Is what three, yes. three yeah. weeks to yes. see how it goes. Hopefully, but, uh, it's hopefully it curves it. Three weeks. Like it, it could change. Right. It could be extended. It's to change. It's just it's funny how we're the only country that has numbers rising while everybody else in the world's fucking going down. Because everyone here thinks that nothing that this doesn't exist and that it's all a conspiracy theory, and then everyone hangs out with everyone. I think that's just Florida and Washington. Florida and Washington. Well, Texas is what number one state now, or? Wow, I believe it. Houston, Texas, baby. I know we were pretty up there. We were fresh, well, weren't they, fresh, weren't fresh, they the first California ones? California is the highest. But Texas was the first one to, to open, open back up, open yeah. back well, up people why. without masks and everything. So, yeah. Sounds like Texas. I mean, well, go I mean, for California Texas. Is, we're right there with them. What was it? We're about 7,000 a day, right? Fresno County was one of the highest counties That's for nuts. rising cases. Well, because you got people like you going to the clubs. And <laughs> I heard the clubs are packed. <laughs> yeah, like, no one wearing masks, anything. Everyone on top of each other. No hey, wonder we have so many cases. Let me tell you, there's a lot of gazelles. Out and about. They've been out and about. Boy was hunting. <laughs> We're bringing back kills. Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, really, I mean, really putting the name Twinkie to the to the podcast. To the tonight, podcast, huh? eh? Uh, those of you guys tuning in, go to episode one so you guys can see what the meaning behind Twinkie is. Those of you guys it. who are turn, tuning in and are on the third hour. On the third hour, third episode. No, but I mean, like I said, it's just one of those things. Yeah, was it irresponsible of me? Absolutely. Did Would I do it, it again? Absolutely. <laughs> Would I be a little bit more cautious about it? Probably. I'd probably sit, like, I'd have my mask on and kind of scour a little bit and then probably talk to maybe one girl instead of multiple girls. But it's hard that they would open, it's it's crazy that they would open up that kind of thing when social distancing has been, like, very much heavily, like... No, they shouldn't have opened up yeah. clubs like nope. in the first no. place. No. But, I mean, people need to stay in business. It's such a hard bind. It's such a hard, like... Which which path do you choose? You know, do you do you stay open or do you open for your business? Because if not, your business is going to tank like everyone else's around yeah. that you see. Well, this is this is hurting small business across America more than anything, and it's it's like it's that balancing act, like how you see certain governors trying to like help out by like trying to alleviate by keeping like takeout open or like the for example restaurant business takeout all that stuff like that or like even patio. I feel like they're they're trying to find that compromise, but it's definitely like. It's just so hard because they're trying to inflict social distancing when that's what restaurants and going out is being about is is being social. Yeah, you semi disagree. What? Like I'm halfway f- like with you. Like governors and mayors are trying to, but I feel like it's all a competition. Which city, which state can get their numbers down the fastest? So they're all doing this. Yeah. They're not. They're not look. They don't care about your small business. No. They don't care. That's real. Oh, if if Fresno can be you know beat Kings Canyon or Contra, uh, Contra Costa. You know, oh, that's fucking awesome. It's a competition. And it's it sucks, but I'm I'm 80% sure that's what's going on. That's the mindset. They may not be thinking of it like that, but... Well, they don't want to be the state that is, has the highest number. Exactly. 
So they'll do what it takes. Has to do with all that and too. So. They'll do what it takes. Yeah, it's shitty, and there will be obviously a lot of small businesses that go under because of it. But not only that, it's not only small businesses that are going under. I mean, you see Sweet Tomatoes is is out indefinitely. Oh, I fucking love that you place. You know, like, it's like all these, like, my niece works at works at John's Incredible. Like, you know, mm-hmm. she works at these kinds of places where, you know, they have to, have, yeah. they have to be innovative with how they're going to keep their business open. Well, that interaction is literally what that entire, what those entire places are based yep. off of. So yep. it's kind of like, shit, do we wipe it down after every kid takes, uses the fucking system, the arcade game or something? Do we wipe it immediately not after? Possible. But yeah, it's just it's one of those tricky situations. John's but... well, Pizza also... <laughs> Buffet. Oh my god, sorry. Well, they also I guess are are going towards now kids have to wear masks to school. They're talking about reopening schools, so kids have to wear masks. September, yeah. Even though the I... Zoom thing has been fucking phenomenal from what I've heard. I I mean, I don't know. My 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 kids especially like they're just I mean, I'm talking about my nieces and my I should say phenomenal, bit. sorry, yeah. They and it's all of it's my my sister has five kids. It's harder for her to just okay. You have a Zoom meeting this time. You have a Zoom meeting this time. You have, it's most likely not going to work. But also, as the mask thing, it's not going to work. Like it's you expect kids to have masks on. Adults don't even want to wear masks. Well, there's too many different types of kids that learn differently. You know what I mean? Yeah, Zoom's not going to sure. apply to every child. You know what I mean? One hundred percent. So we'll see how that works out. Yeah, Natural sure. selection will take its place. You know? Yep. I'll probably be one of those. I'll probably be one of those that dies or something. But. Rest in peace. R.I.P. Caesar. R.I.P. Uh, Project Twinkies. We'll always remember you. Okay. No, but um, like I said, it's a, top, it's a tricky situation. One last topic I kind of want to get into is uh, uh, staff, I guess you could say parties, relationships, the culture that we have at work, kind of how it is in a sense. Reminds me of high school. Yeah, I would I would agree with you. It's a, Like managers can't go out and party with servers. I hate that. That's such a stupid stigma. Yeah. So stupid. Although I feel like that's definitely... It's put in place there for a reason, though. Absolutely, 100%. I'm just talking in general. Like, at parties and stuff, I feel like it creates, like, I feel like it creates, like, a cohesive, I guess, a better, like, cohesive group when people are, like, Camaraderie. Closer. Camaraderie, exactly. One of those things. But I do, I do attest that it does get clicky at times. Oh, absolutely. Like, it's exactly like high school. You got your servers, you got your bussers, you got your expos, you got your takeout. There's a reason why servers hang out with servers. There's a reason why bussers hang out with bussers. They can just—it's more relatable for sure. That's your, your work is relatable. You know, I have bussers that are like, "Yeah, I was having a crappy day," and then I talked to you know Matt, or you know he talked to me about those kinds of things, those kinds of levels of busing, and it kind of made me feel better. It's because you talk to people that can relate to your situations. Yeah. I yeah, and I feel like. When we go out afterwards, like especially in the night groups, when we go out to like yard, like to go get drinks afterwards together, yeah. stuff like that, I feel like that's kind of like a de-stressor. Yeah, de-stressor. Everybody loves that shit. In a sense, so good. It's it's cool in the moment. And you look at the pocket, you look at your bill at the end of the night, and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> there goes all my tips for the day. I don't even care. You're making memories. It's all good. I've heard you complain. Hey, like I gotta save money. <laughs> what have I? Okay, oh, I absolutely say that all the yes, time. Yes, I've said that, money. but when do I? I mean, that's I've been saving for ever since I got the job. So. Well, must be nice, Matt. Must be nice. I gave you my credit card. Must be nice. <laughs> you gave it. I. Uh, I waved it in front of your. I waved I, it in front of your uh, face, like with a, you know that commercial. Oh. Oh. You gotta be quicker. 
Anyways, uh, let's wrap it up here, guys. Again, like, subscribe, follow us on social media at Project Twinkies with two E's. My name is Caesar. Thank you guys for joining us. We'll see you guys next time. Peace. You've been tuned into Project Twinkie for a whole hour. You really are degenerates. If you like the show, give us five stars. Follow us on social media and YouTube at Project Twinkie with two E's. See you next week.